0: and welcome to When You Know Better, You Do Better, a podcast for people who give a shit. I believe that people are inherently good and that they want to make good choices, but the amount of conflicting and shifting information that's floating around online today makes it really hard to make great choices, and the worst thing possible is getting really overwhelmed and then not doing anything. My hope is to offer you enough clear data in 15 minutes or less to have you go out and make better choices for the planet and future generations. On today's show, we're talking about palm oil. I'm not going to lie, I've been avoiding this episode because of its complexity. So I will do my very best to make it simple, and I also want you to know I am not trying to gloss over or oversimplify this really complex situation. Ultimately, I decided to do this episode because my nine-year-old daughter came home one day and declared, Mama, I'm going on a diet. And the fact that she looks like a piece of spaghetti got me a little nervous. And I said, "Uh, what are you talking about? And she said, I am never eating palm oil again. Do you know what? And she launched into this whole little tirade about palm oil. So this one's for you, pumpkin. Here's some background information. Palm oil comes from the fruit of a palm tree, the palm oil tree, actually, and it's native to Indonesia and Malaysia. Palm oil is used in 50% of the items that people buy, everything from processed, packaged foods like cookies, breads, granola bars, and ice cream to other household items like soap, hair products, and makeup. Basically, if you shop in a grocery store, you buy in palm oil. And there are over 25 different names for palm oil and its derivatives, which makes it even harder to spot and avoid if that's something that you're trying to do. There are really obvious names like hydrogenated palm glycerides and palm fruit oil and palm kernel oil and palmitic acid and palmital alcohol. Those all have the names in it, right? But then there's a lot of other names that are super tricky because they probably come from palm oil but it's also possible that it comes from another oil. Things like sodium lauryl sulfate, sodium lauryl sulfate, sodium lauryl acetate, vegetable fat, vegetable oil. And palm oil is so popular because it has a really stable shelf life. It's solid at room temperature. It's colorless and odorless, and it's much cheaper to produce than uh, than the other kinds of vegetable oils out there. It also acts as a preservative and even slows the melting point of ice cream. In fact, according to a Guardian article called How the World Got Hooked on Palm Oil, 3 billion people in 150 different countries use products containing palm oil. Globally we each consume an average of 8 kilograms of palm oil a year. That's 17 pounds of palm oil a year, making it the most widely used vegetable oil on the planet. Just to give you a visual, if you picture a miniature poodle And you make that into a bucket and fill it with oil, that's how much you're ingesting every year just of palm oil. The palm oil craze began in the 1990s when the trans fat's going to kill us all thing happened and big companies had to find cheap replacements for their low-fat products. And the demand has been climbing ever since. Between 1995 and 2015, the annual production quadrupled, yes, that's times four, from 15.2 million tons to 62 million tons. And by 2050, that's only 30 years away, it's expected to quadruple again, reaching 240 million tons. Now, since I like to look at all sides of a situation, let's see if palm oil has any redeeming qualities. For one, Once it's established, it's incredibly efficient and produces more oil per land area than any other equivalent vegetable oil crop. Globally, palm oil supplies 35% of the world's vegetable oil demand on just 10% of the land. To get the same amount of alternative oils like soybean or coconut, you would need between 4 and 10 times more land. Which would shift the problem to other parts of the world and threaten different habitats and species. It requires less water and less pesticide use, and that's just delightful, and it's also boosted the economy for farmers and countries where it's being produced. Then I know you're saying, man, those are really great qualities, how can palm oil be bad? Well, let's start off with where it grows. Places that were once forests in Malaysia and Indonesia now produce 87% of the world's palm oil. These rich and diverse ecosystems are critical habitat for orangutans and other endangered species, like rhinos, elephants, and tigers. But in order to produce such high quantities of palm oil, these forests are burned, yes, chopped and burned straight to the ground, in order to make way for large plantations or monocrops of palm trees. Where the land is cleared in this way, carbon is just being dumped into the atmosphere. The creatures die or die soon after as a result of losing their home and all of their food. So here are some eye-popping numbers for you. There are about 50 to 65,000 orangutans left in the wild, in part because they've lost 80% of their habitat in the last 20 years. And for a visual, if you picture Yankee Stadium filled with orangutans, that's all the orangutans left in the world, in the wild right now. The last of Indonesian's Sumatran tigers, and there's only about 400 left, have lost half of their forests in the last 40 years, primarily due to the conversion of those forests into palm oil or or pulp plantations. The Sumatran elephant, which is also critically endangered, their population is crashing too, and there's less than 3,000 left The Borneo pygmy elephant, well there's only 1500 left of those, there's more kids in my kids school system than that. So on top of all of this habitat loss, which is then affecting the endangered species situation, there's also human rights issues. So indigenous people who once lived in all of these forests were being removed just to make way for the palm oil plantations. In Borneo, roughly 2.5 million people have been displaced since the 1970s, and this number is actually an old number from, I don't know, 10 years ago, so I'm sure that that number is higher. There's also other human rights issues, like the people are then working on these plantations in extremely hazardous conditions for really low wages, and then there's also child labor situations happening. So the forests are being destroyed for these palm oil plantations and these places are among the most carbon rich in the world. And I'm sure you're aware of the whole climate situation right now where we're trying to not have more carbon go into the world but actually trying to sequester that carbon in forests and in the soil. So but these forests are being burned, the carbon is being released and it makes it so that Indonesia is the third largest greenhouse gas emitter behind the United States and China. And On top of that, all of the smog is causing detrimental health effects for its people. Other results of the deforestation associated with the palm oil plantation situation is that soil is being eroded and water is being polluted from the effluent from the oil. Essentially, all the sludge that is being made from producing all the oil is just being dumped into the waterways, which is creating a toxic situation. With the demand growing more and more for these plantations, the problem is they're running out of space. So people are looking to other areas with similar climates to put in these palm plantations, and they're looking at Asia, Latin America, and Western Africa. I feel pretty strongly at this point that the palm oil situation is an absolute shit show. But what are the alternatives? Well, one article said, India, China, and Indonesia account for nearly 40% of the palm oil consumed worldwide. And they basically concluded that consumer awareness is not going to make any difference in the United States. And this really made me want to kick them in the shins and run away because awareness and more education with regards to our food and the products that go into it is always helpful because it gives us that option. It's just really important that that information is actually spread around. So I meant it in the beginning when I said that this is a real complex situation and that also flows over to the alternatives. I can certainly point out organizations that have popped up as a result of the awful palm oil boom, like the Roundtable on Sustainable Palm Oil, and it's abbreviated RSPO, which is a large international group of palm oil producers, palm oil buyers, and environmental and social groups. You'll also see the Rainforest Alliance, which is that little green frog on packages, are also being involved in the palm oil discussions. These organizations have really great intentions, but I'm afraid that it's just too little too late. Certainly, if you continue to buy products with palm oil in them, at the very bare minimum, ensure that they have these labels on them. You can also contact your favorite companies and nudge them to join these more sustainable efforts, even though at this point, many have pointed out that the efforts are nowhere near enough. The best suggestion for an alternative Is to take steps to simplify your consumption. Use products with fewer ingredients. Choose to make certain things that you would normally buy pre-made, like cookies, granola bars, popcorn, and bread. This way, you are in control of choosing your oil. And I'm sure it's not gonna be palm oil after this one. This goes for other things like hair care products. Try switching to shampoo bars and conditioner bars, and that also takes out the plastic situation. Just make sure that you are avoiding palm oil in those shampoo and conditioner bars. You can also start a letter writing campaign demanding regenerative agriculture practices be put in place to preserve the habitat and biodiversity. I'm not going to ask you to take an oath today because this one is a real big one and it's entrenched in our entire food system mess. What I'm asking you to do is to begin with greater awareness and make a commitment to change. As you change one product at a time, remind yourself of the 25 sweet orangutans that are being killed every single day just in the name of palm oil. So again, while there is no oath, I'm asking you to look down the list of the names that palm oil goes by, and I've included them in the show notes, and read every product label that you are taking into your home and swap one every week from now until, well, forever, getting rid of palm oil one product at a time. When you say no to these products, I urge you to write the company and let them know I'm not gonna be buying this anymore because it has palm oil in it. And eventually, all of our voices together can't be ignored. And now for things I love. I love the Northeast Farmers of Color Land Trust. It serves the Northeastern region of the United States and is working towards a collective vision of advancing land and food sovereignty through permanent and secure land tenure for farmers of color, and land stewardship that will use the land in a sacred manner to honor our ancestors' dreams for sustainable farming, human habitat, ceremony, native ecosystem restoration, and cultural preservation. You can check them out online at nefoclandtrust.org. And if you have the means, please donate a couple bucks. I'd also be ever so grateful if you can rate and review this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever pod form you're getting it from. It really helps to spread the good message. So that's it for now. And remember, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Now that you know better, go do better. Until next time, I love you, my darling.